All right, y'all, what up? Hey, guys. <laughs> so ghetto. <laughs> oh, who take me? <laughs> All right, y'all, we back. It's the Take Control Podcast. It's Brandy. AKA. <laughs> One and done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do y'all's AKs. Go ahead. All right, Dario. Young pistol. <laughs> Mind your own pussy. <laughs> I don't know where my AKA came from. Because you're a firecracker. Oh, yeah, right. I'm really not. Girl. <laughs> Who are we talking? Y'all, come on. And then we have, I mean, it, it works best if like someone is going to do just one part and the other part, so then we're all looking around dead air. But we have Reese from. What we talking about in the building with us today? What What's up, up? What up? How y'all doing? Oops. Give us your AKAs since you going to blaze us. Um, You got shopping bags, CEO Reese, the veteran, okay. 71 North, perfect attendance, <laughs> um, Prime, Prime, yeah, that's the new one. Prime? Pre- premium Reese, premium Reese. Oh, premium Reese, yeah, that's yeah. right, because you be um, paying to watch. Nah, not necessarily. Was, you don't pay to play, you pay to watch. Right. That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know, you can keep that little $75, throw it to a little prostitute or something. <laughs> I'm talking to <laughs> mm. So, how was everyone's weekend? It was cool. Um, I didn't really do shit. Just chill with the kids, had some wine. Okay. That was it. My weekend was cool. I didn't do too much. Relaxed. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Reese, how was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was great. Got great news at work. Celebrated a little bit. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> you got a promotion? Yeah, nice one. Mm. Oh, turn up. Look at that. Extra premium Reese. <laughs> 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 I had a decent weekend. I hang out with some friends. Um, they made me go on a dating app then mm. i told him i do it for 24 hours so i did it for 24 hours it was too overwhelming i felt like this was not for me i know that it's for some people but just with my personality it just didn't work it was too overwhelming and then like, when you said they made you what you mean like it didn't make me but we was having this conversation we watched this movie called the bow um I don't know if any of you guys watched it before. It's like a group of friends who was like, "We if we don't get married at the end of the year, we're going to go back to the man that we know would marry us today and give an opportunity. Sounds like my life. Yeah. So then me and my one homegirl was too married, too single. So the one, I'm one of the single ones, um, and was like, all right, cool. It's like, let's get you on a dating app. So I was on a dating app, um, and I... As soon as the clock striked ten ten, that's when they said you can delete it. I erased it. I was like, "This is stupid." Did Not you, for me. Did you close the profile? Absolutely. Okay. Closed out. No longer. What was, what was that? Um, Bumblebee or something. Never I have no that. idea what that is. I don't know. My one friend found her husband on a dating app. A couple friends actually. So they were trying to usher me into that lifestyle, but man. Yeah. Can't do it. <laughs> do you have any rants? No, not Anything today. Anything we're angry about? Not that I want to complain about. No. <laughs> uh-uh. I don't have no rants. No rants. Positive I haven't party. had one in a minute. Yeah. Keeping it positive. Yeah. Trying. Yeah. Um, 
do want to shout out. Um, Brandy, I don't know if you want to take the lead on that. I do have a shout out. Um, shout out to Chelsea. Chelsea so pretty. Uh, she is doing a toy drive on December the 16th from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. at Dodge Recreation Center. The address is 667 Sullivan Avenue, Columbus, Ohio, 43215. So go out, guys, and donate some toys, maybe even some winter items for the kids. It's Christmas. Why not? Um, our social media, Darielle. You can follow us on Twitter at Take Control Pod. Instagram is Take Control Podcast. Our Facebook group is Take Control Podcast. And you can email us at Take Control Podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up. Um, DM us. Email us some topics you want to discuss. We're still doing for the love of Brandy. Gentlemen, <laughs> please inbox. <laughs> Either myself or Darielle, um, whatever you need to do to get in touch with us, get in touch with us. Let's get this for the love of Brandy. Start off right. We're going into 2019 with some love in our life. Mm-mm. She's just shaking her head. <laughs> did you have um, requirements on it? Like, did you tell them, like, it got to at least be there? She's really I don't have nothing to do with none of it. This is the requirements that I asked for is to be pretty gainfully employed. Have your own everything. Your own car, your own house, and please be single, single, single. <laughs> Me mm. throw that extra third one on there. <laughs> person. So yeah, so hit us up. Um we do got some so hot that's topics. It? This one three? That's it. That's it. That was it. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll figure out the rest. I think that's a, a decent start. Brandy don't look like she feeling that. Like I, I, I ain't got She'll nothing right. to do with it. She be right. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to do with it. She be right. So we do have some hot topics to discuss. Um, let's get started with Miss Jilly from Philly giving a little fellatio <laughs> to the, to mic, the mic to pretend. <laughs> Everyone was up in arms about it. I don't understand why. Now I feel weird talking to the mic. Uh, <laughs> it was your best <laughs> rendition. No. <laughs> no. I've never been to a Jill Scott concert, but they said that this is not something um out of the ordinary. Like she puts on a good show and you go home and get some. After the fact is the kind of vibe that you get. But I, I don't see the problem with it. It was a little awkward at first. Like, girl, where, where's the balls that you holding? But it was cool. I mean, do you think, girl? Sucking dick is normal. Reese, from a man's standpoint, how did you feel? I feel like I saw some guys were like in an uproar about it. Some guys was like, hey, Miss Big Head. Like, you know, it was, you know. Um, it, was, it was a good, um, it was a good representation of, of what we would like to get, <laughs> you know, in the regular. Um, you know, most women don't go that extra mile like she did in the video, you know, as far as the, the pleasing aspect would go but you know so i think that's why you know it was a big deal like that because she went real extra with it you know with the licking the hand and doing all that she did juggling and you know she went the extra mile you know she showed her man that she cared about her we don't get Mm. that a lot i talk about sex too much so i'm gonna just that's a lie i'm gonna leave it alone what's a lie what that women don't do that i'm not saying they don't i'm just saying like the way that jill performed that night like that's not your that yeah. wasn't Black China in the video. That right. was two completely different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Perfect, perfect. yeah. You, you know, know. We, we normally get the Black China. <laughs> <laughs> Only get the Jews in Philly on holidays. I was about to make a comment, but I can't. Why not? Don't y'all get PC when I'm in here. 
No. I, I talk about sex too much, apparently, so I'm going to leave Someone it alone. Someone has told you you talk about sex too much? We realized it on the show. Most of my questions on the outline, if it's sexual, I put it on there. Mm-hmm. Got an image y'all trying to uphold, huh? I mean, not necessarily, but I don't want to be the only one talking about it. Then you got biblical women over here and... The other one that just ain't going to We did a whole yeah. sex show. We did do a whole we sex show. We did a whole show. sex show, and I said I want to do a part two. I just embrace, feel like, I mean, that. it wasn't it wasn't that deep to me because I feel like it ain't nothing that's it's normal. Sex out of the norm. Thing. Like, I, what she did is nothing out of the norm, but maybe, never mind. I think mind. that <laughs> the biggest thing was because she is a, um, she is a fuller figure woman. Yeah. And I feel like that's why there was some backlash. On it, it was the backlash? Man. Yeah, I saw a lot of men that was talking smack, like, who want to see Jilly do that? Like, stick to singing. And, you know, and I think that's where the backlash came from because they're not used to fuller figured women being sexual. They're just as sexual. Right. Does as anybody know? I just think if I go to a concert, I don't want to see that. I'm not here to no watch that. That is, I think, no what she does. Taking off his shirt, but it was only a ground. clip, too. So I we're missing the full picture yeah. of yeah. what it she what all entailed. In right. that performance, and so. she has some some honey molasses. Some of her songs, like yeah, I about to say if you listen, listen to her, her music, songs, yeah. yeah, it's like a Janet Jackson. I don't know if Janet Jackson ever got on stage and performed something like that, but she got real she kinky. On, yeah, on Do You Mind, she would literally kinky. ride guys, pull them up, tie them up, all which that. reminds me of Tiana Taylor's show that she's been doing. Yeah, yeah. didn't like it. Yeah, so maybe it's just too much for it's too much, too for much. Me. Yeah. yeah. And That's I can, fair. I can. I mean, come on. I don't watch porn, so come on now. Yeah, that was definitely. I know your eyes almost left. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um. So, did you guys get a chance to see R. Kelly? Um, was Man, allowing, was singing. Feel me. What else is he? <laughs> <laughs> he was singing like <laughs> telling him to wipe his tongue. Oh yeah, oh, wipe me. The yeah. wipe my face off, and they was doing it and too. They was doing it. They was doing it, and then I think someone went for the. Uh, the tutor, and that's when she jumped off. Like, don't do that. I just y'all, y'all, y'all really don't give a fuck that he was out here peeing on little girls. Like, that's just the vibe I got from that whole little clip. Like, y'all just don't give a shit. No, that's not the only thing that he he's done either. So. Right? Yeah. No. I mean, I say all the time, if he he probably would have got my ass back in the day because I love R. Kelly. Right. That's how y'all. But I just now it's just creepy. Is he sick? Yes. <laughs> yes. We give every, that's that's a given. But, I mean, women still going to be attracted. Are you saying that no, no. woman should be attracted? No, no, no they should not. I mean, but it would be, I think in the African-American community, we just view men messing with younger girls a little bit differently. differently. Mm-hmm. In the grand scheme of things. It's like, oh, they would probably be fast. Or, oh, you know, it's okay. Like, we find ways to, like, because a lot of us have dealt with it growing up, or our mothers have, or our mother's mothers. So I think we kind of, we don't shun away at that as much yeah. as we should. Because a- if you are a young girl and you are getting taken advantage of by an adult male, that's a problem. Yeah. It was always older niggas coming up to the high school picking up girls when I was yeah. in school. Like, yeah. So, I mean, I, it's... Things that are normalized that shouldn't be, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just feel like it, and it's a whole nother topic. But again, women don't support women. Like, I don't, I appreciate his music back then before we knew all of mm-hmm. what he has done now. I can't support it. Like, I can't, yeah, I can't support it. I'm not going, I'm not paying to come see your show, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not. Mm-mm. So, I, like I said, it's a whole nother conversation about women not being in support of other women and the 
different things that have came out recently, but yeah. I don't know. So are you against him making a living still or what? Um, think? he needs to be canceled a hundred percent. He can sit it down now. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say honestly. I I low key view him as I would view a rapist. Not to say that they can't redeem themselves in some sense, but I'm not just going to go willingly. Do you ever look at it like, I mean, he still is a, a man that's providing for his kids, his household, his mom, you know, his whoever. I understand that. But he did an interview not too long ago mm-hmm. where he came out and basically there was no remorse for what you did. I think maybe that's my problem. Yeah. It was like, y'all still going to buy my music. Yeah, I did it. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. he was He's sick. Like, yeah, yeah I can't. He, he is. And you know what? And it's probably just the social worker in me, but he did, and this is not too excusing one's behavior, but he had a rough childhood. Yeah. And he was molested at like seven. Yeah. And mm-hmm. when you, when sex is introduced, yeah, to you at a young age, it kind of takes hold Messes of your Messes up your mind, yeah. Yeah, and it kind of, mm-hmm. yeah. So, and that's not to excuse it yeah. at all, like, because he still did what he did, but it's just like, it just sucks because it's like he's a really talented man, person, yeah. But he has some sick, sick demons that he needs. Yeah, to, um, I agree. Fight. There's always a backstory. I will say I'm not against people that aren't supportive of his music and supportive his shows and different things like that. I'm just saying I personally wouldn't do it. Yeah, no, I definitely. Fair see enough. That. Yeah. Um, so I I remember I sent you guys like I think it was maybe two weeks ago. I sent you guys all these. White IG models mm-hmm. or non-ethnic, non-women of color IG pages, and they were masquerading around like African American women. And the reason why I say they were masquerading around like African American women because they like would put on like super tanned makeup. They would have these kinky curly in, hair. Yeah, these lip, lip filler, filler injections, injections, lace front weaves, box braids. Braids and like it was a lot of uproar um, in regards to that because it's like these agencies, these companies were seeking them out as ambassadors to like represent their line and like they're getting all this clout basically for being in blackface. I wish we could have recorded this when I was as pissed when you first put it in a group chat because yeah. one of the girls was trying to say, "Oh, I just I tan really dark in the summertime." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, bitch. And right. that was the girl that I, I really she thought was she pretty. was mixed yeah, with she, something. She, I, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. When I first put it in there, I was like, okay, she gives me Hispanic vibes. Maybe she's Hispanic. And you that were like, no, she's white. white. And then we've seen the other pictures, and she is white. For you to try to lie and say, I, no, I tan, dark, this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. Are y'all upset that, that they're trying to look black? Like, yes. I don't, I don't respect it. Yes. I don't respect it. Why do y'all, do y'all be trying to look like somebody that y'all really don't want to be like? I mean, they don't want our, our issues and our problems. Exactly. They, so why are y'all pretending to be black? I don't know. I'll leave that one to, to y'all. Like yeah, I, I, I can't respect it. You know what I mean? And, and it goes how back to the, how we get shamed about being actual black women and looking a certain way and having fuller lips and bigger noses and this, that, and the third. But the world considers us ugly. But they can go out and do it and be considered exotic right. and beautiful. That's bullshit to me. They don't pretend to be black. They just the date world? black men. The white, the, the white men or, the, or white white America? Because like, us black men, we, we love y'all. We we don't have to go down this <laughs> rabbit hole. Yeah, we don't, we, don't have to, <laughs> we don't have to go down this rabbit hole. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. I, I didn't appreciate it. I put it like that. I didn't. I didn't appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. I'm that weird. I would like to see much. some of the women if y'all. Yeah, well, that oh, you you need gotta, to send, uh, show you them. They're I, in our group chat. I thought what what I think my biggest issue was is that it's almost like we love black culture, we love mm. the appearance of black women, but we don't love. Black but we don't love black women. We definitely don't like black women. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we like all the shit that they do. So let's mimic it. But um, you know. We'll ha- we'll get all the you know notoriety. We'll get all the props for it doing like this. like a Kardashian, and that's what people are saying. Like it was initially, so. but I feel like the Kardashians, like they definitely appropriate our culture. But these mm. women, I guess you need to see the women because they're yeah. like it's like past Kardashian mm. level. I mean, but and to be completely honest, the Kardashians are is it Arabic or something like yeah, that? Um, Armenian. Armenian. Okay, so, so they do have some mm-hmm. yeah ethnicity, ethnicity you know. to them. And I don't even feel like they take it that far. This shit was extreme. I'm trying to find the pictures so I can show you. Yeah, it was crazy. I think that it's just like, it was just so wild and bizarre to me. It's like black women, the things that we get deemed for like looking ghetto or not like polished or put together. And then someone, white. Wow. then someone tried to say like, well, black women do it all the time because you guys wear blonde weaves and you guys, it's different because... We are basically trying to assimilate into a culture that doesn't find anything that we have attractive. Like, they don't find our hair texture attractive. So we're just trying to assimilate into a culture and, you know, meet these Eurocentric beauty standards. So I think that you can't compare black women wearing weed to these. She's white. We're showing Reese um, the pictures now. Did you see her before? That's her before. <laughs> We're showing the one I showed you at the, the first picture. That's the first picture that I showed you. That's her in real life. I get what y'all saying. I mean, but y'all never look at it as they may be inspired by y'all. You no. know, black women like. I mean, I don't black. Some like, of the most black beautiful, is beautiful. Yeah. Black is beautiful, and I agree. And I can see them wanting to because it looked like the one trying to look like Rihanna. Yeah, looked like she was trying so to. So like, I get it. So I guess I can't be mad at them as individuals. I'm more so mad at the society, mm-hmm. like accepting them and like pushing this onto them, and like these companies, these beauty companies, like seeking them out right. to be ambassadors, like. Because obviously, black women, I don't care what nobody's saying, maybe I'm biased. Black women are absolutely gorgeous. Like, hands down. So, who wouldn't want to be like a black woman? But don't, don't try, like, no. Yeah. It ain't, it ain't happening. So, we'll have to post some on our IG story. We just saw Reese. He was in utter shock. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, some of that. I wasn't (laughs) because I feel like you're doing it because it's convenient for you. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, we can't take this off. You know what I mean? It's definitely convenient for them. So as soon as that becomes an inconvenience, you can go back to your white skin. You know what I mean? And your pointy nose and your no lips. Like (laughs) when it come down to it, you you know what? Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. Let me play devil's advocate real quick. (laughs) So what about, you know, and I hate to even say this like on your show, but what about, you know, the black woman? Who's tried to look white? You know what I mean. So I just said that. That's what me and Daryl was talking about. Yeah. We can't compare the two because we are in a society that is basically the white woman. Like right. initially, like now this kind of like this curve, where now it's kind of cool to be ethnic. But mm-hmm. you have to think the reason why we would straighten our hair and we would hate our nose and our lips and we wanted to have longer hairs because we wanted to match the white standards of beauty mm-hmm. and ideology of beauty. So we were just basically doing this to be assimilated into this culture and to 
you know, and to change everything that has been hated that people yeah. hate about us. So that's why we maybe wear these weaves and these lace fronts and all this because that's what we've been taught was beautiful. So mm-hmm. is that like a form of like self hate like um, to, to go to that you know extreme? I I mean, I, if it would be a form of self hate, I feel like it would be because we were taught to hate these things about us, right? That's what I would say. If it is self-hate, it's because I was taught that this was not beautiful. <coughs> so I would have to literally go against the grain and say that. But it's like, that's like saying if someone is like of a bigger statue or someone may not be as like tall or some different things and they wanted to, um, they wanted to lose weight or do change certain things about them. Would that be considered self-hate? Should they just love themselves as they are? Like, no, they're just trying to fit into society standards. When I was in middle school, I went to an all-white school, and it was, like, very few black kids, and they used to pick on me about my lips being big. So I've always hated my lips. Yeah. I've been about my lips in middle school. That's just a a younger thing. Like, when you're young, it ain't much that people can say, so they're going to. They're going to attack the noses, the lips, whether you're white or black. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is true. It's yeah. just, things are shifting. You know what I mean? Like we said, we were taught that the European standard of beauty is what beautiful was. Right. Now people are gravitating more towards the look of a black woman, her size, her shape, her face, her kinky, curly, pretty hair, all of that. And it may be a case of white women are now starting to feel like, okay, we're not that standard anymore. So now they're trying to look more like us, but I'm still offended by it. So... Whatever. Yeah. No. I definitely understand. We're definitely posting pictures so you guys can see. Um, Charlemagne's live therapy session with Dr. Jess. I didn't see that. Did anybody watch it? Yeah. I I caught a piece of it. So, basically, it was a live therapy session um, with Dr. Jess, who is actually a black therapist, by the way. And he spoke on, you know, just his... Uh, parental paranoia and why he has anxiety and different things like that and I thought it was really dope because I feel like it will give people the idea that addressing your mental health is a positive thing Mm -hmm. you know what I mean to see somebody like Charlamagne actually doing it live in front of millions of people I thought was dope Um, he actually mentioned he decided to go to therapy when he was in a great place in his life. He said he was on a family vacation with all of his loved ones and his friends. And in his mind, he was like, how can I keep this idea of uh, utopia? Mm-hmm. He was just so happy. And that's when he decided to go to therapy. I mean, he addressed um, being molested as a child by an older woman. Wow. Um he did he addressed you know how he puts a lot of things on his wife which is another reason why he decided to go to therapy because he didn't want to unload all of his problems and different things on her um he addressed the fears that he has about his daughters growing up as black women and Mm -hmm. just everything so i i thought it was great i we talk about mental health a lot and i feel like people should seek therapy whether they're in a good place or Mm -hmm. in a bad place because I know for me I don't really feel like anything is wrong but I said next year I'm going to go to therapy and most insurance companies cover up to a certain amount of visits um why not you know what I mean because I'm pretty sure we all sit and think about certain things and like why do I think like this or why do I feel this way like what where did this shift begin or whatever the case may be so I feel like for me it would just be a matter of just unloading and unpacking a lot of different things that I think about in my head and kind of figure out where it all came from and kind of just put the pieces together. Yeah, yeah. So I thought it was dope. That's super dope, especially that it was uh, live. Yeah. That shows some vulnerability. And-, and he literally was sitting on the couch 
had his shoes off. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it was cool. It was cool. I think they're going to actually do more people coming on the show. Like they had Wale on there talking, um, not to her, but just like clips. They had Taraji on there talking because she was talking about her own struggle with her mental health and um, losing her father, losing um, her son's father. He was murdered. Mm-hmm. And then seeing it in her son that he was having some mental health issues. And they had a few people on there that kind of was giving clips and just discussing it. So it was cool. Yeah. Would you guys go to counseling? I've been before. Reese, would you go? Um, I'm open to it. Um, <clears throat> I would probably have to be in a, uh, you know, a different space. Not to go like that. It's just hard to go sit down and talk to somebody um, who you don't know. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And and reveal so much. Yeah. And then you know that at the end of the day, it's a job for them. Even though they're doing a service for you, but it's still like I'm here because I'm getting paid to do this. You know? Yeah. I think you can get counseling from anybody. You know. Yeah. I, so. I, I agree with that yeah, too. Definitely can. You definitely can. So there have been some bills. <laughs> Not bills as in ones you pay, but ones that could possibly become laws. Um, We can go one by one. We only have two, but (laughs) the stand your ground law rule bill that is possibly could turn into law because it's just a bill. Yeah, it's just a bill. It hasn't passed as law. Okay. So the stand your ground, which if I'm correct, it's basically says that you can murder somebody. Um, stand your ground is basically, let's say we have a, a, a argument. Right. I'm going to use that as an example. We are having a argument and I can argue in the court of law that I felt like my life was in danger and I could shoot you and kill you. Right. It's and, the Zimmerman, Trayvon yes, Martin. Trayvon mm-hmm. Martin. Um, you could actually pose no actual real threat to mm-hmm. me and I can shoot you and kill you and argue stand your ground. Mm-hmm. Um, There was a recent case in Florida where a white man and a black woman had got into an argument over a parking space. And I believe it was her boyfriend came out of the store and in her defense went back and forth with the white guy and he pushed the white guy. The white guy hit the ground. Dude walked away. The black guy walked away. The white guy then grabbed his gun and shot him and killed him. Um, And he's arguing Stand your ground. So it could be something like that where it, it's not necessarily an argument where you feel for your life, but in the court of law, you can say you did mm-hmm. and possibly get away with it. Um, I think that if the bill passes and it turns into law, it is going to give the green light for all of the crazy people to pull their guns out. And I also mm-hmm. believe it takes away um, concealed carry. You can mm-hmm. you don't have to do the concealed carry with the stand your ground. You can be out in public with your gun visible. Um I just think it gives a green light for people to just be crazy. Yeah, I'm not. Um, I'm not feeling it. Um, only because uh, that if it's turned into a law, it is not for African American right. right people. That's that's the main. <laughs> like it, it, I feel like it puts a target yeah. on African American men in particular. Because yeah. how many times do we hear when? Um, an African-American male is shot who's unarmed, whether it be by a police officer or a civilian, and said, I fear for my life. Yeah. That's like one of the first things I said, like, wait, but he wasn't even aggressive. Aggressive. He yeah. wasn't even within, you know, 10 feet of you. He wasn't even, he was a child. He wasn't, you know, like all these things. So it's like, 
I feel like it just gives a target for black yeah. men in particular. So I'm definitely not. Yep. Um, the next bill that has passed that could um, become law is the heartbeat abortion bill, which um, makes it illegal to terminate a pregnancy as soon as the heartbeat is detected, which can be as early as six weeks. Um, I am against this because one, a lot of women don't even know that they're pregnant until after six weeks. And when you think about things, me and Daria was talking about this in the car. I totally get it when you're looking at it from a spiritual standpoint um, in that, you know, every life is a blessing. I get all of that. But if someone's raped, we the example I gave, let's say a little girl's 11 years old and she's raped by her dad and that produces a child. She's expected to keep that child. Because she, I mean, how, you know, six weeks, come on. So I, I just feel like for the people who, you know, say, you know, it's a sin, this, that, and the third. At the end of the day, when someone passes away, they don't have to answer to you. They answer to God. So whatever choices they make down here on earth shouldn't, the law should have nothing to do with that. In my opinion, if someone's raped, it's a, if it's a case of incest. Another example that I gave, um, someone had a child and I think she was told that the child would be born with the heart outside of the body, if it's medical conditions, which there may be something around that where it would be. Okay. So situations where it's, it could maybe, you know, in the mother's life, what are, what are you supposed to do? I just feel like the law shouldn't play a part in what a woman is able to do with her body. Is this heartbeat law in effect anywhere else? Like any other states, carriers? I think so. Probably more of the South or red States. I think. Um, they it passed as a bill a few years back, and Kasich vetoed it. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that it will be the same. But seeing how he won't be in office come next year, another yeah. yeah, it just sucks because I feel like now it's going to be more children raised in foster care and having all these. There's a lot of people who are having babies that aren't fit to be parents. Yeah. I agree when you mentioned the foster care because I mean at this point when you have like the the opiate epidemic which you a lot of them are you know they're they're prostituting themselves they are ending up pregnant so you have that epidemic happening and then you have there's not enough foster care homes and then and on top of that now that insurance is all getting crazy it's not like birth control is not a lot of options for some because some birth control isn't covered by some insurances. Mm -hmm. And I always say it's just so funny because a lot of people that are so pro-life, they are, um, they're anti-welfare. They're anti-food stamps. They're anti, you know, Medicare and all these things that take to, you know, to secure someone's life through, the, through their lifespan. But it's like, we just want the kids to get here and then whatever the fuck happens to them when they get here, it's on their own. Yeah. And to me, that's bullshit. Yeah. Like, if you're going to be pro-life, you need to be pro, you know, the welfare, different um, things that will help children and their mothers and um, different insurances and things like that. Like, you can't just be, um, okay, I'm anti-abortion, but when they get here, um, figure it out. Y'all figure it out, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I really hope that um, our new governor vetoes it. Yeah. I, the, again, it's why it's so important to vote. People think that the presidential election is what matters. No, it's the local state level elections that matter, because if you don't know the people that are in office that are 
passing these bills and these laws at some point is going to affect you. And people always think that it never it's never going to affect them. And it will stand your ground is going to affect all of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, the mm-hmm. abortion bill is going to affect every woman. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I people need to wake up. Yeah. I was trying to explain it to my son. My son's about to be eight, and I feel like he's still, like, a little too young. But, like, that, hearing that, that this is, like, possibly coming, it was, like, really, it really affected me, and it put me in a bad space. Because I'm, like, I'm thinking about, I have two sons that I'm mm-hmm. raising. Mm-hmm. And I tried to explain it to him, and he was just, like, Mom, I don't, I want to move. Conversations like, that you shouldn't even have to have with Exactly. And it was kind of hard to try to get him to understand it, but all he really took from it was, like, so... Somebody, you could just be watching TV and somebody can shoot you and they won't go to jail. And he was like, I don't want to die. Like, I want to move. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, listen, we'll talk about this another time because it was just too much for me. Me and my dad was talking about it yesterday and my God babies had came over and we was in the midst of the conversation and I had to stop them. And I'm like, let's talk about this later because they pick up on all of that and mm-hmm. they will start. They really do yeah, because so- MJ's four and today he was randomly telling Cause I was telling them too, like when you're walking, when you're like, we'll be at the store, they be trying to run away and act like they hide. And I'm like, you can't do shit like that. Like you need to be by me at all times. Get off your phone, get off your iPad, put it away while we're walking around. So my four year old was just like telling, you know, my oldest son, like you can't be walking around with your phone. Make sure you put your iPad away. Like, you know, like he even picked up some of it. Yeah. It was, it was crazy, but. These last little hot topics has been too rough for me, so can we move on? Yes, <laughs> we can. Yes. Move on to something. Um, you want to take it, Brandon? You want me to finish it out? Um, I guess I can take it. That's fine. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna ask Reese. So, does the type of hairstyle that a woman that a woman has does it make a difference in what guy approaches her? So, I wear weave. Dario has braids. Lynn is natural right now. Like, do guys pay attention to that? I mean, we we look at the hair. Uh, but as far as approaching them, like, you know, if y'all was to switch y'all's hairstyles around, like, nah, like, if, if we like it, we like it. Because like. <laughs> where I think the question came from? Yeah, because, okay, there was a post, somebody made a post and was saying how, like. I mean, certain dudes have preference, you know what I mean? Like, they yeah. may not want that, but, I don't know, I think women, y'all just, y'all look too much into it. Like, that don't mean that you just may not be for that guy. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's not approaching you. He may not like that hairstyle. But. I feel like niggas don't know what they want until they see it. That's they don't. Yeah, that, and we I'm talked saying. about how niggas be complaining. They be like, I hate braids. I don't get no fucking braids. Like, why? And I bet you I get them shits. And you won't fucking like it. Like, <laughs> what is the problem? Why do niggas hate braids so much? I don't know too many that I hate them. I mean, Man, like, what? We, we may, yeah. like, Fuck you know, out of here You don't want to like, slap you in your face while you're know, <laughs> in bed. She may go on top of you. Like, Guys, they hate braids. When you tell them you about to go get some box braids, they be like, like, hell I no. literally <laughs> only know one nigga that like braids. <laughs> and I also say he like ghetto bitches, so I don't know. Now, yeah. bra- now you can't make that statement. That's what he said. <laughs> That's literally what he said. He was like, he, he called... So braces for ghetto bitches? Is that what y'all said? That's what he said. I ain't he, But he was like, I like ghetto girls. Shakitas is what he calls them. Shakitas. <laughs> so girl off of, uh, poetic justice. Um, no, nah, I mean, them braids, like, you know, like, we don't want to see them shits 12 months out the year. <laughs> I, I'll keep it real with that. But, you know, we trying to do protective styles. You know, man, you know, it, it's cool to switch it up. We like looking at somebody different and, you know, fantasizing that you may be a little, a little different, but. Mm-hmm. I feel like when I wear my hair, like, in my natural, like, back when I used to really wear my, like, natural hair when it was longer, 
I would get like the very eclectic, educated, um, you know, let's light incense and burn sage type of man, <laughs> which is no disrespect to them. But and then when I wear like my oh my, my inches and shit like that, then that's when I'm getting the you know the, the guys in the club. They're like, oh, Shawty, what's up? You know that it's like that different type of energy. Or like when I'm wearing like maybe braids or something. No, you know who loves natural hair? That I realized I feel like white men love. Yeah, because they don't hair. know nothing about no it's weed. Or none of them. Yeah. So, so how do y'all feel though? So how do you feel? knowing that um, different guys is approaching you based off of your hair like so how does that make you feel so I know when I've been blonde I get a light a lot of old white men looking yeah, at me white men love blonde yeah like mother. looking at me weird just just kind of undressing me with their eyes was like the approach that I felt um <laughs> I, I feel like I ain't never had a guy like oh take your weave out I've had some guys that's like well why don't you wear your natural hair are you gonna pay to keep it up mm. you know what I mean so I, I don't really... I do feel a way. Because when I travel, so like when I'm traveling and I'm going to L.A., right? So me and my girls, we got a trip coming up to L.A. We're all doing like no heat or whatever, right? Yeah. So then my one, <laughs> everyone was like, don't get no funky ass twist in your hair. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I went and I had this surprise trip to Atlanta or whatever. I knew I was going to Atlanta, but I thought I was going with my best friend who's like, um, engaged, about to be married. So, you know, it was going to be like a real chill night. Yeah. And then as soon as my, like, my turn friend that came there and I was like, I was like, bitch, why didn't you tell me I was going to be here? I would have got straight weed. Yeah. Because I knew, like, I was going to cater to whatever demographic so, that I know was going to be there. That's kind of, that's kind of whack. It may be <laughs> whack, but that's just the reality of the situation. Like, certain men, you know, like, certain things. So, if we trying to have us a good time out of town and make them pieces hit, and I got to you know. <laughs> I definitely was planning on going to Atlanta this weekend. And I was like, I don't want to get braids. I'm going to get a fucking sew-in. Thank period. You. I'm not Thank wearing you. braids to Atlanta to go out and... No. Yes. That is no. real. No. That's real, though. It is. You know when I'm you're going on a trip, you're getting that long-ass weave. <laughs> you know it. From the, from the guy's perspective, I'm just telling you, that hairstyle's not stopping nothing. It's not. I'm not going to say it stops it, but I feel like... You will have more niggas approach you when your hair so is different. So it sounds like y'all want all these random niggas approaching you. Is that what it is? Like, like you said, your pieces ain't hitting like you want to. Is that, is that what the problem is? I would have been able to do a little bit more if I had Yes, and your hair makes everything. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. again, y'all not answering the question. Is Are y'all upset because more niggas is not approaching y'all when y'all got certain hairstyles? It's not that we're upset. We just know, like, we... We just know. Like Darielle said, she was not trying to go to Atlanta with no braids in her hair. And I felt her on a spiritual level. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, like, what you're going to attract. It's like the same guys. It's like, dang, you know what I'm saying? If you got, like, maybe a truck, a pickup truck, right? Four-door pickup truck. So I'm, like, through the city with my four-door pickup truck. You know I'm going to attract certain type of girls. But I was like, blah. And maybe I got my, my two-door Coop, I'm attract certain type of girls. You know, if I got my, you know, if I'm on my motorcycle, I'm attract a different type of woman. Many if I'm things. on my two feet, I'm attract a different exactly. type of chick. Many things. Honestly, when I got my hair done, I didn't think I was gonna get no nobody approaching me, and I went out and I did. I mean, they was ghetto, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, all right. I was like, you know, I still got it a little bit. 
No, it's it's different. It's so different. So y'all got a lot y'all got to go through. Uh, yeah, Definitely, it's a lot. So, ladies, is there a no touch policy when it comes to your hair and sex? Definitely. It depends. <laughs> it depends because getting touched. I don't know if I want to talk about it because I'll wear my scarf and bonnet to bed. But if I got a bonnet, here we go. If I have a sew-in, you're not pulling my shit. Like you gonna make the little braid back here. It's gonna get too loose. We ain't pulling. Like we may want to do a palm. A palm is okay, but don't pull. I was about to say I ain't never had a nigga just. I've had somebody pull my hair for real. Yeah. I feel like this. I I don't care as long as my wig is secure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like y'all don't okay, and then if, if we got, but on. if we have our just a wig on, then what? You can't do nothing. Listen, I didn't had a couple. You ain't pulling, touching nobody's hair pulls wig. on the wig. Yeah, as long as it's secure, it ain't what coming you off. You holding right. it in the front? I mean, there has been a time. I didn't think I was going But I ain't never just had Like I said I ain't never had somebody just grab You know what I mean to the point where they yeah. pulling Where it's about to come off that might be a little too rough You know yeah, what I mean I So mean, Some that may, some that that, may but, Yeah know, I part. I don't care about it Touching my hair you know sex. You She don't talk about sex I don't have no policies Shouldn't be no boundaries Yeah They really should Yeah yeah, I don't have any policies either. You can you can right, touch their hair. I said though, I, I've said though, I've had a break come out. Yeah. Oh, you did say that you tucked it under the pillow. Man, but that's what I'm saying. Like the shit that y'all be worried about, like it's something that y'all will be embarrassed with, like with another female. And nigga, like if a braid come out, like we, we're not concerned with that. Like that's not stopping nothing. And we don't have casual sex, so yeah. whoever pulling on the hair, he gonna already know that this He's is a wig. Tripping on that. <laughs> okay, so uh, I think Trav actually put this on Twitter and he asked us about it, or somebody put it on Twitter. Does uh, t- uh, cheating start with sex or conversation? Conversation. conversation for sure. I'm going with conversation. Yeah. yeah. So we don't need to I think elaborate it on with that. A thought, honestly. Uh, mm, I think I you got to have a thought before with you that even. person to even yeah. entertain yeah. a conversation. Like, so I mean. Yeah. There's no reason to be entertaining or talking to somebody else if you're in a relationship. Like, yeah. unless it's business, and then even then, if it's business, it gotta be boundaries to that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, as soon as he step over the line or she step over the line, you gotta know how to curve that. So. Mm-hmm. Having them work wives in the conversation, <laughs> right? But you know, we ain't gonna bring that. I what we talking down. about? Yeah, conversation I, I up. Like, I, she she actually left me alone. Like, I think she got the hint. Somebody might have sent her a screenshot. I don't know. I put her on blast, so I need to chill with that. You definitely do. <laughs> I definitely Facebooked her when I saw the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still with this little old bitty looking like. Yeah, she, uh, she's putting pressure on me. Yeah, I definitely, definitely think it starts with a conversation. I don't know so much about a thought, though. I don't know if cheating starts yeah. with a thought. No. You don't think? Like, you well, the reason why I like, say that is because I feel like people can be in a relationship and the thought of somebody maybe from the past might cross your mind or like for example you could be out in public and you see a nice looking guy you'd be like damn i mean i'm I'm in a relationship so i'm not gonna cross the line so i I don't know if a thought necessarily now if you just had a thought like damn i want to cheat like i'm sick of this nigga so that thought the initial thought and randomly he just pops up in your dms or something nah or it could be a sign from god you done had that thought yeah, see, look at you. 
No, I feel like if you're in a relationship and you and you have a thought about somebody else and that person just happens to pop up in your DM, I think you have to set the boundary. Like, don't even open it. You know what I mean? It, don't even open Who it. Who ain't open it? Right. I got a lot of DMs I don't open. Why y'all do that? Because Instagram don't, you know, if it didn't have the red notification. But what's wrong with just telling a nigga no? Like, it's like, you don't want to tell a nigga I'm cool. Just say that. Like, you'll get Is that lot. received well? No. Yeah, it is. It is? It is. Okay, I'm going to start doing that yeah. then. I mean, like, they no, will leave you. you alone. Like, <laughs> would you rather get... Te- let's test beautiful? it. Let's test it. Would you rather get what you doing beautiful or hello 15 days in a row and ignore it? Or would you rather just tell them that first time, listen, I appreciate that, but... I'm not interested. Yeah, and it's done. He gonna, like, either he's going to be like, fuck you. <laughs> or he's going to say okay, but either way, he's going to stop. But see that fuck you gonna make me be like, bitch, fuck you. you like, say, get yours off, get it back, and then it's still over with, though. Mm. Let's yeah. test it. The next DM we get, we're gonna say, sorry, not interested. I do that, I and they still to, try, right? This. And it was like, well, you can't knock a nigga for really. And then the next day somebody. was like, well, how's your day going? Bitch, I'm not interested. <laughs> but don't you understand? Like, I'm still not. Mm. I feel like it works if guys receive it well. If they don't receive it well, then I'd just rather not even open it. And you never know I got it. Right. We know you got it, though. Not if you don't look. I'm pretty sure some people out there, they don't even open their DMs. No. Yeah, I'm saying, like, I, I get what you're saying. Like, yeah. I'm just not open. The only thing you're doing is just not giving him the pleasure if it's saying red. But yeah. I mean, it still got delivered. <laughs> <laughs> or not. You don't know. <laughs> All right. So what's Someone said it doesn't work. I try. I try. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we are live. Is there any questions on there? I think it's Karima. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Hey, hey girl. <laughs> cousin named Karima. Is that my cousin? Her Instagram is I'm just saying. I don't think she got Instagram. Okay. Hey, oh. new people. So what's a reasonable time for your man or your girl to come home after going out with friends? 3 a.m. No later. 3? Three? 3. Maybe 3.30. What can't you do at 10 that you, I mean, why 3 a.m.? Okay, you're at the club. The club is over 2, 2.30, 2 30 at the latest, depending on where you go. Arena is 2. So you give them that hour and a half to go cheat? Maybe get a little bit of food. <laughs> bring your ass home. From 2 to 3? Mm-hmm. I ain't that insecure. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not no. I already yeah. say I ain't no probation officer. Cause yeah. there's gonna be the time where I I know for myself there has been times where I'm I bring my ass home to like seven yeah, in the morning. The sun come up. Like, I mean that happened to me before too. Or like I, I end up staying at my friend's house. And I wasn't house. doing anything. Right. So it's like I don't want to be no probation officer. I'm not checking you in. So only because I I want to make sure that when I want to <laughs> kick it until six in the morning that I'm not getting blown up. And that gotta be miserable. I, I couldn't be in nothing like that where I'm like you sitting up. I'm I'm not asleep because I'm sitting up waiting on you and I'm trying to look at the clock like to see what time you come in. Like that's. Crazy. Uh, I'm not watching the clock. I think the frequency is more important than the time. Like if you, but if you're doing out, it all the time, yeah, that's, that's like, a you problem. Come in at seven a.m. in the morning. Well, tell your other family. I said, hey, nigga, <laughs> the fuck? Right. <laughs> she, you you leave when she gotta go to work the next. Like well, how often is the nigga going out or the the chick going out? Like. That's what I'm saying. If it's often, you need you're not yeah, about to be staying out late all the time. You coming home at seven a.m. in the morning, weekly, Thursday through Sunday every week. I am going to have some sort of issue with it because I'm going to say, okay, 
so she goes to work and you come home. <laughs> like that must be where we're at. Because mm-hmm. ain't not, we live in Columbus, Ohio. Ain't nothing that damn exciting. Ain't that many after hours. Waffle House, a late night slice. Ain't too many places to grab food. Hookah sh- shuts down at three o'clock. So it's like that's why I said three. I still ain't putting no time. Yeah, I ain't putting no time. I'm not saying that I'm requiring my nigga, but I'm just, for the question, I'm saying 3 a.m. I, I'm not putting a time on it. I think my issue would be is if I don't know you're okay. Like, I'm one of those people. You be worried, right? I'm one of those people, like, anytime I'm leaving somebody, I'm the one that say, let me know you made it home okay. Yeah. Let me know you're okay. Same. That's my thing. So, I, I don't really care about the time as long as I know you're okay. You know what I mean? So, that that's my thing, because... You can't control nobody. I don't want to be nobody's probation officer either. Um, but I do kind of feel like in a relationship, coming home at dawn is kind of kind of sketchy. But I don't know. I maybe a little inconsiderate. Maybe if it's a, fre- but I think it goes to frequency. Yeah, because I was having a good time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you out with your fellas or you out with your homegirls, like you may not have been out, and you know. Yeah, so that's understandable. Months, you know, like, that's understandable. Yeah, right. I think if it's something that was happening all the time, I would be like... That's why I really appreciate it when I was in... Like, when I lived, lived together, was so happy. It was like, good. I'd yeah. come in at 7 a.m., what's up? Want some breakfast? I cook it. Yeah. I'm drunk, cook it. Like, it's like... Yeah. Uh, I ain't keeping tabs. Maybe tabs should have been kept a little tighter. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, someone's going to do what they want to do. Right. At I the agree. End of the day. And it's been plenty of times I know I didn't come home until the sun was coming up and I wasn't doing shit either. So I get it. Right. I yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. Every now and then, but not all the time. Yeah, not time. all the time. The ideal time, like if I could get my man home at an ideal time, of course I'd be like, three. First of all, let me come out with you. What the fuck? And, and <laughs> we're going to cheat. Like, we know that's the time that y'all thinking we're doing this, so we really ain't going to yeah. try to run Yeah, Unless you just a buffoon. Like, yeah. yeah, you not. So, do y'all feel like it's necessary? This was a um, question from uh, Karima on her I'm Just Saying page. Do you feel like it's necessary to tell your significant other about every person that DM'd you? No. No. Now, if it's somebody that I know speaks to him, then yes. I'm I'm probably going to tell. I think that's respectable. Yeah. I'm not telling my yeah, it really ain't no reason. Because I know it's always going to be people that's trying to talk to you or talk to me. I don't have to tell you every single time somebody yeah. hit me up. Like, that's corny. But yeah. I think I think it would be necessary to say something if it was a conversation that made you uncomfortable or that person came at you and it was just kind of like sideways. Because I feel like, you know, I've had guys that are cool with somebody that I'm with or whatever the case may be. And... They'll pay a compliment, but it don't make me feel like they're trying to, Mm -hmm. like, talk to me or anything like that. So I think it just depends on um, how it makes you feel. If it's something that makes you uncomfortable, then definitely bring it up. But I wouldn't want my nigga telling me, like, oh, such and such in my DM, such and such in my DM. I don't give a fuck. Like, so, like, like, my ex, my last relationship, it would be niggas who would be in my face trying to talk to me and be saying, like, oh, he going to cheat on you. He going to do this and that. But then be in his face every time they see him out. So in that situation, I'm telling. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I can get that. Mm. I I get that. You say no. Yeah, nah. All right, all right, okay. Okay, so this is a question we was talking about in our group chat. Um, let's say you've been in a relationship 
with someone and they've literally sacrificed for you um, over and over again, giving you everything that you've ever wanted. Um, are you still, should you still be with them even if your feelings has changed? Of course not. Why? I mean, how, how you been with somebody if you if your feelings ain't, ain't on that level with them like it's like you forcing yourself to be there like ain't no point in that you're not happy yeah you know what i mean so nah appreciate what you did in the past but okay we, we we're starting to move on yeah what y'all think i'm saying no i'm gonna say no because i mean it sucks because you i would rather be with someone that i know is giving me everything that i want and need but if my feelings aren't there it's, they're just not there mm -hmm. I don't want you to be unhappy, and I don't want to be unhappy. Mm -hmm. I think when I was younger, I think that would be my biggest thing. Like, I would, as soon as shit would hit the fan, I'd be like, but I did this, and I did that, and I lost this, and I did that. And it's just like, girl, it don't mean shit if someone doesn't want to be with you. Mm -hmm. And you should not want to simply just be with someone only because of all the sacrifices they made for you. You should want to be with that person for who they are as an individual, how they treat you, things of that nature. So, like, um, I get, like, the frustration of the person that has sacrificed everything for someone just for them not to want to be, like, you know, in a relationship with them. But I also think it's important that, like, don't let someone sacrifice so much for you if you know you don't want to be with them. So the moment you know, like, or this moment you start Getting that little, you know, itch, I think you need to say it. Bring don't it let up. them sit yeah. here and, like, turn their whole world upside down around you. And I don't feel like you should feel obligated to be with anyone just because of what they've done for you. Mm -hmm. I agree. That I person, agree with you guys. Yeah, that person deserves to have someone who wants to be with them regardless. Yeah, I, I agree, agree with you guys. One thing I was going to say about this, though, is that I feel like... um People are very quick to leave relationships because mm -hmm. in that moment they feel they feel like they're not happy, mm -hmm. um, and I feel like relationships has their ups and they and their downs. So things are going to constantly change. So I feel like if you've tried everything that you could possibly try to make it work with someone and it still don't work, let it go. You know what I mean? But I feel like if you haven't tried and you're just like right now, I'm just not happy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm what's going on today may not be what's going on in a month or two months. You know what I mean? So I kind of feel like you should try whatever you can to get back to a good place with someone. But if that doesn't work, then let it let go. It go. Let it go. Um, what was the last thing we got on here before we, or was it a couple more topics? A couple more. Women taking pride. Oh, listen. And riding and dying. Yeah. Why do women feel <laughs> like, the, why do y'all take pride in that? Being ride or die? I, Reese, do you you want a woman that's a ride or die? To when you extent. doing stupid shit, that's my issue with it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's situational. Um, of course, we want somebody that's gonna ride or die, but uh, not for nothing crazy. Uh, it's all just depending on, you know, who who it is you you with. You know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't be putting your woman in a you know situation to where she have to even do some crazy shit. So I mean. But then again, you know, I don't want to sound like a hypocrite, you know, because it's niggas in the streets that's doing what they do, and, you know, your chick is going to hold you down. The same way you would hold him down if he was, you know, in corporate America. You know what I mean? So, you know, it, it's different, you know, but me personally, I wouldn't, put, I wouldn't put, you know, my woman in a, a situation to where 
she got to make a uh, a life changing decision, or, you know, some shit that can go left and you know fuck up her life. Yeah. What was you gonna say, Dario? I don't know. Um, I think I was about to get into what we're talking about next week um, with the whole like. Uh, Sticking by a man through all his bullshit and why he grow up and why he get ready to settle down and all of that shit. Like, you should. Why? I mean, if you don't invest your time into this guy and like you really thinking he the one, you know what I mean? Like, ain't nobody perfect. So if he now, I mean, it just depends on the type of shit that he doing. If he doing some foul shit, you know, some crazy shit that you just not with, you know, that's a decision you got to make. And be like, I can't even do nothing with this and move on. But if he just having bad luck, you know what I mean? Or he just shit ain't going right in his life, you know what I mean? But he's still trying to get right, you know what I mean? Or he's showing that, you know, the progression in some areas. Yeah, why not stick with him? But, you know what I mean? If a nigga just doing some crazy shit, and you like, what is this nigga doing? Like, then I get it. But, you know, different. You know, teachers on, I, sh- I guess I should say. Karima said, I'm loyal, but I'm not going to allow someone to ride me off a cliff. Yeah, don't be stupid. Some men will abuse that. It's right. a thin line, though. Like, it's in, it almost gets to the point where, like, you put up with one thing, and it's like it's a snowball effect. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, shit, if I put up with that, I might as well put up with this. And then before you know it, now I done put up with you know, everything under the sun. When I was younger, I really thought that that was, like, an important thing to be, like, this ride or die and to, like, stand by your man's side. And I thought that's how you kind of were real. And I realized that, no, that shit's fake. You need to be real to yourself. You need to ride or die for yourself. You need to make sure that you're putting yourself first in certain circumstances and situations because these... um, I think it's beneficial, though, for a lot of women so i mean a lot of shit that they tolerate and go through and put up with how's it it's not beneficial usually it's draining as fuck i'm talking about financially okay even with the financial aspect of things like i do get that like it could Mm -hmm. be beneficial to some to some you know but it but it's like nothing is like a peace of mind nothing is like being like having some sense of sanity so it's like i don't know i mean it take people a while, though, to even realize, you know, what having a peace of mind is. You know, sometimes you don't figure that out till you hit your 30s. You know, you may be in your 20s like, this is the life right here. Not realizing that, damn, like, if I had peace, like, a lot of that shit wouldn't even matter what's going on over there. So, I mean, it, it just takes time. Like, everybody different. Yeah. But to answer the question why I think it's just so glorified, I think it's talked about a lot of times in our culture. Um, in the African-American culture, it's a lot of, like, loyalty, loyalty, like, women being loyal, relationships, mm-hmm. like, holding your man down, like, even in rap songs, I need a ride or die, bitch. Like, I remember literally, it was on my list of tattoos to get, I wanted ride or die, because, like, I was in middle school, I had a list, right? <laughs> Y'all know I was getting tatted at, like, 12. So, like, <laughs> but it's, like, it was, like, you know, like, she thorough, she going to thug it's it out. So, chick down like, for you. Like, I mean, but it, But it just kind of, like, when you are not, like, so I think no. that's why it is, like, like, it's praise. Like, it okay, Because now I'm thorough. And, man, what? I'm real. Like, I do this and that. Like, but in the end, like, when you get the short end of the stick and no one's holding you down, that's when it becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. So you don't gotta you don't gotta be a ride or die to be thorough to be real 
to be respected. Like, nah, girl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with you as to why I think women pride themselves on being a ride or die. Um, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me because, like Reese said, if a man truly loves you, he's not going to put you in a position where you have to make some mm-hmm. kind of decision that could mm-hmm. fuck up your life mm-hmm. because he's fucking up his. You know what I mean? So I, I don't understand why women think that that's cool. I do believe in sticking by somebody as long as they are putting effort towards becoming a better person and becoming who they were designed to be or who they feel like they were designed to be. Um I agree with Darielle that, you know, a lot of the times women do damage themselves in the process of sticking by someone. But I feel like you have to make a decision on are you compromising too much of yourself for someone else? So, I mean, if it comes to like your job and money, I'm going to stick by you. Yeah. But if when it comes to you like so being faithful, and stepping out and that I'm not I'm yeah. not doing it. I think the ride or die time really came from the streets like it's not really translating you know to a regular typical everyday normal life you know so Uh, rider dies are necessary okay to a certain extent Mm -hmm. let's just put that out there yeah i mean in the sense of like you know i'm gonna make sure you good that's like so say you know, I'm in the streets and I get jammed up. My I'm not taking your charge. Oh uh, no, I don't want okay. to take my charge, but say I got some <laughs> money put away. My chick know where the money at. You know what I mean? Don't okay. let niggas know this is where the bread is at. Hold this down. You know what I mean? That Shit makes like sense. That. I get that. Uh. No, yeah, I get that. And I think a lot of times if men will be more like transparent in what they need in a relationship, mm-hmm. then I think up front. Like, don't make me think that, you know, you do, quote, unquote, real estate. I fall in love with you. <laughs> now, eight months later, you would have you dropped the bag on me like, baby, I'm keeping fuck. Uh, like, I move. You know, like, because I didn't know that that was the expectations of the relationship. You know, or if you are a man and you need multiple women mm-hmm. in order to be happy, why not express that in the beginning of the relationship? Or if you, you know need certain things in your relationships then the expectations then I can let I can know how far I'm riding and dying like okay I agree with I that I can do this <laughs> let you somebody know? know what they signing up for That's and right, I feel right. like a lot of the times no, people I don't do guy, that I met a guy the first time we met he's like baby girl I'm gonna keep it real I like to be around bad bitches <laughs> <laughs> I said well damn you know I just I just wanna like ride around with you for a week girl like, don't <laughs> lie I, I, I was like damn he just straight up told me the first time we ever kicked it you know this was years back we in Vegas it's a group of us he's like I like to be around bad bitches I said well you know like, I'm gonna keep it real I, we get to that like you know I was like, he's like but that's what I like but I can respect it aside from you know I'm finding out like this is what you like now I'm in love with you. And now, and now it's coming I look out. Like, yeah. Now I got to ride or die this thing out because I'm not okay with that. Or mm-hmm. because, you know, it's not what I want. Yeah. So you need, you need to be honest what you need in a relationship up front. Yeah. And I think it'll stop a lot of things. I, I that agree. riding and dying shit, hopefully it will stop too. Because a lot of times people be like, oh, you know what you signed up for? No, the fuck Actually, I didn't I did. know what I was signing up Actually, for. I like, have no uh, idea. I think y'all do though to an extent. You, you know what you're I, I think it. Co- I, I think that goes back to me saying the whole would you rather 
have a falling out with somebody before you decide to be in a relationship with them because you know what I mean if I don't know who you are when you met I don't have no idea and then one day you just slap my ass or some shit you know what I mean I wouldn't I didn't sign up for that like so my examples are always extreme but but yeah so I like I said the whole ride or die thing I, it just depends on what we ride for what we die for I, I don't right. know um there was a tweet. Are we going to read the tweet? I can. Is this the po- the question that I asked y'all? Yeah. Damn. Damn. I saved it in my phone. Did you save it? Phone. I thought I did. Um. Hold on. I do have it. I do have it. Just give me a second, y'all. I'm sorry. Somebody. I got it. Okay, you got it. Okay. All right, so this is what the tweet said. If y'all knew the trauma women go through just to date or be with men today, y'all would have a little bit more sympathy for us. And I'm not even talking about lying or cheating. I'm talking about rape, physical, mental, and emotional abuse. Shit is crazy out here. So then I asked the ladies a question. This is what I said. Because I don't remember word for word. I said, do you feel like women or a lot of women, but not all, are always looking for sympathy? Like things are just so much harder for women than there are for men. Or do you really believe that women have it harder than men? Um, to an extent, I do feel like women have it harder than men just based on the things that society places on us but when it comes to like relationships I think I said when we were talking about this if men were more vocal about the shit that they go through we would learn that the battle is the same Mm -hmm. even to the extent of the examples that she gave rape and whatever else she said I feel like that's a people thing. That's not a woman or a man thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That happens to men when they're kids and different things like that, and they never speak on it. Mm-hmm. And that shapes who they are as an adult. So I feel like if men were more vocal about what they went through, we would understand that it was the same. But pe- men, I, I said men don't even talk to their friends sometimes. Y'all just internalize because it's been placed on y'all that y'all man up. You got to be strong. You got to be this. You got to be that. That y'all just don't talk about it. So I I get where she was coming from to a point but I think that women also have to consider the things that men go through as well. And you will find out it's probably a lot more to the story than what you think. Mm-hmm. So that's my take on I it. I don't know. I just feel like women be looking for too much sympathy. Like, I understand we do have it hard. Like, but at some point, it's just like, shut the fuck up. Because men yeah. go through a lot of shit, too. Like, just stop crying all the time. Yeah. It's annoying. And I'm also getting tired of women trying to act like niggas. Like, have y'all been seeing that post where everybody's like, it's hard to be yeah. a woman and a real nigga at the center or some shit like that? Like, bro, you're not supposed to be a real nigga. You're not a nigga. Yeah. I feel like I'm a real nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I ain't been post that me, but I wanted to. <laughs> but I get that. Me, but I mean, but no, I get. I definitely get what you're saying, though. Like, but I feel like with women are more so okay with being vulnerable and expressing everything they went through. And men go through, if y'all don't think that some men are in relationships where they are not being emotionally abused and mentally abused, you are batshit crazy. Crazy, yeah. There are a lot of good men with ain't shit women. Yeah. 
It's like opposite to trendy. Just like the, you know, it's the opposite thing. So there are, but it's different. They are going to internalize that. They're not going to, like Brady said, they're not going to talk to their friends about it. They're going to be like, man, this is what you know, like, tiny people. Like, she she keep calling me a bitch. Like, she <laughs> fucking with me. Like, she threw the pillow at me. She called me a bitch and told me to take my bitch ass to the couch. Like, he's not going to say that. I do nothing wrong. I was just snoring loud because I got sleep at me. And she's so, you know, like, they're not going to say that, though. But it, there are some, I, I have some friends. God love them. I have girlfriends, so I'm not pointing. No fingers at none of my girlfriends. Which but, one? No, they were the ones that they and the rest like talk to him like that. Yeah, you say that to him when y'all argue. Like, like you can't call him a little dick bastard when y'all get into it. You know, in front of me and your homegirls. You know, yeah, that's that's too much disrespect. But, but I'm saying like it, it does happen. Happens. Yeah, like I know I've been I have friends who were the ancient woman in the relationship, and I know that they probably traumatized. <laughs> They're men, but who are they able to tell? They can't tell that to their mans and them. Right. They're going to they look like, bro, like, you're wilding. Like, <laughs> no, like, I'm being honest. Like, this, yeah. is no, this is no LOL. Like, I should have some of them come on the show. Yeah. And share some stories. Like, but it's so, I, but I feel like women are more verbal about it. Yeah. To the sympathy point of it, I think that sometimes women being more vocal about what they go through is sometimes looked as, we want sympathy and like I was also saying in the group chat no we just want change we want we do want men to stop being ain't shit niggas we do want y'all to step up and help you know what I mean niggas that don't take care of their kids things like that we want we just want y'all to change and I feel like y'all want us to change too but I can only speak mm-hmm. to my experience with men um, but I do feel like there are a lot of women who do want sympathy like bitch it's your fault that you picked the ain't shit nigga to have right, a kid with and now he ain't helping you like you knew I'm pretty sure you knew that nigga wasn't shit in some cases before you had a kid with him and now he not doing or he started out the gate not doing what he's supposed to do and you let that shit happen you didn't do anything to stop it after he showed you who he was Mm -hmm. so i feel like women need to take more accountability i will say that in Mm -hmm. some of the situations that they create um we have the tendency to kind of want to always play the victim role i guess because we're looked at as the weaker of the two species Mm -hmm. sometimes Mm -hmm. but you, I think that's just what anybody you have to take accountability for the circumstances that you played a part in creating. Mm-hmm. Period. Seriously, and stop. And I tweeted this the other day. I was saying how your trauma comes from your childhood. It doesn't come from these niggas that you dated in your adult life. Like yeah. that adds to it, but that's not where it came from. Yeah. Like everything is just men ain't shit men did this men did that he hurt me he did this he did it's just like alright bro and I'm not gonna I'm not judging y'all cause I do this shit yeah. but it took for me to realize that I've caused a lot of my issues and a lot of my issues come from my childhood to realize that men aren't the reason why I go through this shit they're not the reason why I'm fucked up they're not the reason why I'm always angry they're not the reason why I like to slap people when I get mad like <laughs> it's not them like they have added to the my views. shit but they <laughs> it's not their fault like I don't know yeah you gotta keep your hands to yourself I'm trying it's so hard God. <laughs> I ain't I never just got mad and slapped somebody <laughs> I wonder I mean, what that feel like I to violate you um, <laughs> in a second like just you know they want to touch you and see where you gonna go with it sometimes you know what I mean so you women can do some crazy things like when when you mad like I've been in a couple <sighs> situations 
It's hard. Like, and my mom even does it. Like, she be playing around and she just hit us. Like, like I'm not trying to prove anything, but just like, say you say some shit, like, shut the fuck up. And I'm just like, boop. Like, it's not that I'm thinking about it or I'm like, I'm about to fuck this nigga. It just happens. Like, like I said, my mom does it. But you seen it from your mom. When she be talking to us, she be hitting us. We're like, what the fuck? What you just punched me for? (laughs) She's like, I'm just playing. Like, that's not funny, bro. Like, we can't play like that. Yeah. So now it's just like something that we've picked up. Like, I do it. My kids do it. My sisters but your mama do it. Says like she just playing. Is you telling these niggas you just playing when you slap them? No, I be like, I'm sorry, I won't do it again. <laughs> Two seconds later, you say some smart shit. I'm slapping your ass like, oops, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, I I definitely think that there are some women who want sympathy for their situations. Um, but no, I don't. I don't think that men necessarily have it easier than women in some cases. Yeah, we have different struggles. Right. right. Who wants to do this? I'll read Okay. All right. So this is the last thing we have. Um. So I've seen a story on Facebook. It says, I have a question and need some answers. The guy I'm pregnant. First of all, she said the pre- pregnant for. That's why I said I didn't want Bitch. to read it. <laughs> That's why I said I didn't want to read it. The guy I'm pregnant by is in a relationship with a new girl I never met. She wants to be at the hospital the whole time with him while I'm having the baby should I allow her to come in the delivery room or should I make her stay in a waiting room the whole time waiting room definitely waiting room and if you think she should come in there you can't come either I had a situation um, with a she's like my my special daughter my son's little sister Mm -hmm. Um, I was there when she was born Uh, I was in the delivery room um and it was kind of awkward for me, but it was more so in the strength of, you know, this is my son's sister. His mom is going through some things, um, you know, so I'm going to be there. Mm-hmm. Know, but um, the dude ended up being at the hospital, the father. Um, and I came back the next day. I brought flowers. I came into the room, like she in the recovery room. I didn't know he was on the couch sleep. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I come in there. Hey, how you doing? Here go flowers. And. This nigga's over here on the couch. He he pops up. You know, so <laughs> it, it got kind of awkward. I mean, but when you don't moved on to a, a situation like it, it just depends. Like it's a kid. Like you want as many people loving that kid as possible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if your baby's dad done moved on, you know that girl gonna be in that kid's life at some point. You know if if that's the one for him. So like, you. You want to start that relationship off on the right foot. Like, why start that shit off negative? Mm-hmm. Have an attitude with her. Like, she ain't did nothing. But, like, I don't know. She may have took you, nigga. Like, they may have been cheating together whatever. But still, you know, you got to look at it as we bringing a kid into the world. Like, all that other shit. It's a wrap for all of it now. So. I'm with that. I, I mean, I don't know if I will want her in while I'm having my baby. Yeah, like, maybe after the fact. But... Like you said, if he moved on, I've moved on. Like they're gonna be around, so just make it positive. You gonna have to, y'all gonna have to talk or something at some point. Mm mm. No. <laughs> like, why are you all in mind? Like, yeah. no, like that would be so awkward. Especially this supposed to be like a happy moment. Honestly, she may not even be able to be in the waiting room. Like, yeah, stay your ass at home. Honestly, like wait a couple this is days. A happy moment what for if me. y'all had a good re- like like what if y'all's relationship wasn't like rocky? Like so, say your dude 
Mm-hmm. Who you pregnant by, but y'all no longer together, and mm-hmm. he got the girlfriend. Like, mm-hmm. but you and the girl, he done introduced y'all at some mm-hmm. point. And we cool. And y'all, not cool, y'all cordial. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, y'all don't have any issues with each other at all. Mm-hmm. No, because my family's going to be there, and they're going to be like, oh, this is this girl. This is. This here's my thing. Wait till the baby get home. If I know that he's going to be keeping my child with this female, then yes. Not in, right, still not in the living room, is off. that's off limits, period. But yeah. you can come up and visit. That's it. Yeah. So if you look up and she holds your baby and kissing on it, like what what y'all doing? She no kissing. She can't kiss your baby? No. I don't even like my family kissing my baby. Weird. Why does everybody need to kiss your baby? Yeah, I mean, I'm just not it ain't for me. Like it's it's No. It's not Mm-mm. Me. Like unless y'all about to take this baby home. And I'm about, <laughs> unless y'all about to so, you know yeah. be mom and dad and I'm gonna live my best life. No. Stay at home, sis. You think Brandon, you quiet? I'm saying no to the delivery room, but I'm trying to figure out why I'm saying no. That's my thing. I'm trying to figure out why is it a no for me. I think it's awkward if she's in there while I'm pushing the baby out, so to speak. But then I'm still trying to figure out why is it awkward for me. Because if I'm not with this person and there's no beef, from what we know of the story, it doesn't seem like there's a problem. The extra support telling me to push in that moment. You know what I mean? But it's like, would you want? I feel like I'm pretty private. Like, I wouldn't even want my my child's father, like sister, unless I'm like besties with her. Yeah, like you know, like or the auntie, unless I had like yeah. their own relationship. Like, I really would be okay if like his mom wasn't in the room because I'm like, girl, you all in my yeah. Like that's just personal. Yeah, I'm looking a hot mess. I'm huffing, puffing, breathing. I got my legs cocked up. You know. Well, ain't nobody going to be back there unless they get the okay. So if, if they back there, you know, somebody agreed to it. Yeah, yeah. I know, but I'm saying, yeah. like, you know how, like, if your child's father's mother likes to come, come in and, and help like, you. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's my thing. I'm just trying to figure out why is it a no for me? Like, why would it be a no? Because I think you even said you don't even know if you would want her in the waiting room. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I'm just trying to figure out why it would be a no Um to have her there I, I would be more comfortable With her being there Not necessarily In the delivery room While I'm having the baby But you could come After the fact You mm-hmm. know what I mean Like Reese said That's just one more person To love my child And I mean like I said In that moment Even I feel like the mom You need as much support As you could Possibly have You know what I mean In mm-hmm. that moment So I don't know I don't know either Like my son is Like I said He's about to be eight And I Don't want nothing To do with his father but like even they, he took him to um, Jimmy or Sky Zone or something with one of his female friends or her son, and my son told me that the girl called him a brat, and I was like, "Bitch, what? Like, shit, I don't know. Like, it ain't about him. It's just don't talk to my son like that." He was like, "I was getting ready to punch her in the face." I'm like, "Yeah, that's right." <laughs> but do you that. call him a brat? But I understand he's yours. That's so it's mine. different. It's, yeah, it is different. It's different. So you you admit that. He'd probably be acting like a brat. Oh, he is a brat. Knowing nobody's speaking on it. He is a brat. But I I have a friend like that. We were all out and somebody, the guy she was talking to said her son was bad and she flipped shit. Like, she went off. That's because she And it was kind of like a meme. I don't know. I'm just, when it comes to my kids. Yeah, I think it's something I can't really speak to because I ain't got kids, but. um, That's a tough thing that fellas that we have to deal with, dealing with a woman who has Bad kids, like you know what I mean. I text him. I said, "Don't be telling your little girlfriend to call my son a brat." He didn't respond. <laughs> yeah, he was smart. I wouldn't respond to that. 
I it always like I always question why I, some men or some women be so up in arms about the other parent having somebody around a kid. I don't care, but I I hope he finds somebody. Yeah, I think married. like a, I know a lot of guys that be like, she better not bring nobody around my son. He used to be like that when I first got in a relationship after him. He used to be, I don't want him around my kid. I don't want him to do this and do that. Okay, well, oh fucking well. Get over it. I'm not with you. Move the fuck on. Yeah. And eventually, he got on fucking board. You have no choice. <laughs> you have no fucking choice. <laughs> but in a sense, it made him step up as a father. Yeah. Because he went from shitty to okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got for y'all this week. Uh, I'm done. All right, <laughs> y'all. I guess that's it for today. We'll see y'all next week. Bye.